The galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. Live from New York, it's Galaxy of Film. I'm your host, Max. I'm, of course, joined with my co-host... Danilo. Yeah, how, how are you doing? Dude, I've been pretty geeked this entire, uh, what is it, last six if days? I hear you say geeked one more fucking time on this trip. <laughs> Dude, I have been, man. Like, it's been fucking lit. That's okay. Travis Scott would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of the Travis Scott references. Whoa, okay, okay, dude. It's, I'm, been, it's good, good thing I'm going home. It's good been soup home. Nazi. They have Seinfeld reference. I don't like Seinfeld. What do I look like? Your average white guy? That's it. Buddy, you just made my entire fucking trip. <laughs> Fuck that show. <laughs> anyway, though, yeah, man, I'm pretty hyped. Uh, pretty sad, though. Last day here in NYC. Yeah, if you didn't watch or listen to our amazing Spider-Man episode, you know, we're currently in New York um, recording this. We're doing this one day of because last night we didn't get back to like 2 in the morning. Yeah, dude. We should have powered through it. We, we should have. But here but we are. We're 20, we're, 20, we're 20 years old, so we don't do that. Yeah, and this um, this week we're discussing, of course, running off our Spider, Spider-Man spider series. Um, I, I want to call it Spider-Month, but it hasn't been Spider-Month. No, it hasn't, but it's felt like it. Yeah, it has felt like it. Yeah, we, um, we're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home today, the new Spider-Man film. I'm also discussing the Hawkeye finale, which dropped yesterday. And, you know, it's also someone's birthday today. Or yesterday it was. Yeah, yesterday it was. Yeah. Whose birthday was that? Um, This little little podcast called Galaxy of Film. Buddy, it's not a little podcast anymore. It's growing. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, buddy. So, yeah, we've hit, we've hit a year now. Um, That's nuts. It's it is absolutely man. fucking crazy to think we have done this almost. We missed what one week, but we made up for it with the Snyder cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. We, that's insane. It was and, with and bonus, we have bonus content. content now too. Yeah. Yeah. Then the YouTube stuff too, which uh, yesterday you dropped your first short film. Yep. On Spell Galaxy Film Productions. <laughs> yeah, on Galaxy Film Productions, our first official short film up, directed by Danilo's there. Um, you can check that out, of course. We uploaded that on our anniversary as a way to commemorate the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the occasion. You know? And only the best here. That's why I spelled it wrong. I actually did it on purpose. Yeah. Only the best here. And you can expect some of our vlogs for the New York trip we're currently on on the YouTube channel soon. That's going to be a pain in the ass to edit. Send me the footage of some days you want me to edit, dude. I'll dude, I have like four different formats. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, good stuff coming up, though. Good only stuff. the best, only the best. Good stuff, you know. Um, yeah, No Way Home. Discussing that this week for news. Um, Here's the news. Hawkeye dropped. Let's talk about that. Yeah, the only other news, like news news, is the fact that Michael Keaton's coming back for Batgirl. Yeah. Any thoughts? I'm loving Michael Keaton, so. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for it. it. And then also we have, uh, whatever the fuck you call it, Matrix Resurrections. Those reviews came out. You and I haven't seen, neither seen The Matrix any One, two, three, and we're not going to even see four. So go fuck yourself. Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare Alley came out. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do an LFG on that. I we'll, will not watch Max Nightmare Alley. Max will watch it, so I, I might movie. watch it. Uh, but yeah, we have some more LFG stuff coming up uh, for January. But uh, Licorice Pizza, Licorice Pizza. Don't look up the Netflix one. Uh, Nightmare Alley. And then January starts new month. New I think Ebola syndrome I might do. A new vinegar syndrome release. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got things coming down the pipeline, and we mm-hmm. know January is a shit month for movies because. I mean, look at what's coming out. The Morbius. Screen, yeah. Scream. Black yeah. box telephone shit. Yeah. Exactly. Buddy, I'm <laughs> not geeked. <laughs> anyway, though. Yeah, so should I just get right into the rundown of a Hawkeye, bud? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, we'll actually do Hawkeye at the end. 
Okay, you just want me to say I want to say this for the end? Yeah, we'll do Hawkeye at the end. We'll go ahead and jump into Spider-Man this week. For okay. those who are interested in Spider-Man stuff. If you've been following along, that way it uh, gives you more time who haven't watched Hawkeye yet. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So. No way, what's your, what's your recap of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? So, Peter, um, he, the last time we... Fucking degenerate. Last time we come out of uh, Spider-Man Far... No, Far From Home, Mysterio revealed his identity, and that's right where we pick up, pick up in the new Spider-Man movie. So, Peter's running around, he and um, um, Zendaya have a semi-sex scene, and you're like, what the fuck? Happy and the girlfriend, Happy and Aunt May broke up. That was pretty interesting. But anyway, everyone knows he's Spider-Man, and so everyone's like, "Well, we're gonna charge you or something." They got rid of Edith drones, uh, so that got that was re- taken on like the first five minutes. Then we get Matt Murdock as the lawyer. Then after that, Spider-Man is going to college, but he is not getting into any because he is Spider-Man, or people know he is Spider-Man, and so they're saying that has consequences. So what comes next after that? He goes to Doctor Strange, and he sees mm-hmm. Wong and Doctor, and he's like, "Listen, guys, gonna need a little help here." Well, Wong's also the so Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. Sorcerer yeah, Supreme yeah. now because Doctor Strange was blipped, which is yeah, interesting. Good. Doctor Strange can suck my cock, dude. Yeah, you're not a fan of him. I'm not at all. Except I'm, for except we'll talk about it. We'll talk we'll talk later, but hang on. Listen, I'm a fan of Wong stuff, of him being the Supreme. Oh, I am. I love Wong, dude. I like his little side quest he went on for, for Shang-Chi yeah. and for we see him a little bit yeah. in this, of course, as well. Wong, in my opinion, is comedy but serious at the same time. Yeah, he's good. Like it's a great character. But anyway though, continue on. Wong's going to do another side quest. And so he asks Doctor Strange to make a spell for him, and Strange is like, "All right, man." And then he fucks up the spell because of Peter, as we see in the trailer. And so, as we see, the multiverse opens up where the villains come in. So Peter is going on the bridge because he's trying to talk to MIT. And then we see the villains open up. First, we get who? Doctor Ock, Alfred. Yeah. And he's all like, he realizes that he's not his Peter, but he thinks it is. Um, Peter shuts Alfred down based on the nanotech from his uh, Iron Iron Spider suit. We see the Green Goblin, but he doesn't come yet. Doctor Strange then is like, "Listen, the multiverse opened up, so everyone who knows you by Peter, everyone who knows a Peter Parker is coming to this universe to fight you." So the villains we see are Green Goblin, uh, Electro, Electro, Sandman, Sandman, Lizard, Lizard, and Doc Ock. Yeah, and Tree is the Sinister Sticks. Yeah, that's a Tree. <laughs> and so Peter's hunting them down. He's hunting down Electro. He's hunting down Sandman. Keep going on. Keep going on. Him and MJ are getting a little, you know, sexy. Ned, Ned's happy. He's the guy in the chair still. Doctor Strange is rounding up some people. So they're all rounded up. And Strange is like, well, they're going back because they're bound to die. And I'm not changing that. You know, I'm, I'm a fucking cocksucker. So see ya. And Peter's like, no, Doctor Strange, no. So he grabs a little fucking thing. And we see maybe, in my opinion, the best fight of the whole fucking film. Uh, where it's Peter versus Doctor Strange. And Peter okay. wins. Peter wins, dude. And that's fucking sick. So Peter says, because Aunt May told him that, listen, you gotta help all these villains, so Peter does just that, and while that happens, it's Electro who starts this whole fiasco, where he's like, fuck all y'all, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm badass, I ain't gonna let anyone stop me. So that's what happens, Green Goblin turns back into Green Goblin, because we see William Defoe go through a little moment of trying to get rid of that alter ego, but it just didn't happen. And so what happens, dude? What happens? He kills Aunt May. And that's when the waterworks started to happen. And we see a defeated Peter. And just while we're taken to our lowest point in the movie, we're taken to our highest point in the next five minutes. Because who comes in? The best Spider-Man of all time, Andrew fucking Garfield. Then who comes in after that? The best Spider-Man of all time, for some, Tobey Maguire. And then who comes in after that? Peter Parker. Tom Holland. So they all come back and they're all like, hey, listen, you know, we gotta, you know. You know. You know. We gotta, we've got to cure these villains. 
But Peter's a bit pissed, though, you know? Because he's like, yo, they just killed my fucking aunt, you know? We get the great line, too, with the aunt from... With great, uh, what, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Finally, they can legally say that now. <laughs> so they keep going on, and we get the big fight at the end. Did you also... You forgot to mention Matt Murdock's in this. No, I mentioned that. Oh, you did? Okay, I said Matt sorry. Murdock was a lawyer. I just briefed over it so okay. fast, because that's how they briefed over in the movie. I'm okay with that, though. Yeah, so am I. We'll talk about it. And then we keep going on, and we get the big fight on the new Statue of Liberty. We see Zendaya falling again because of the octopus, or because of the lizard or some shit. Who fucking knows? Fallen, fallen, fallen. Tom Holland misses it because the Green Goblin... Sick one, New York. <laughs> Green Goblin just blasts fucking Peter Parker to another dimension. And who saves MJ? None other than Andrew Garfield. I called it. I just want to say I called it, man. Look at we my all pa- called it. We, no, I called first, but Look at my tweet, buddy. Okay, okay. We keep going on, and now Peter's fighting Green Goblin because he's pissed he killed Aunt May. And this is the best Peter Parker I've ever seen in my t- entire life. This is the Peter Parker I want to see in the next Spider-Man movie. Okay, Peter Parker is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who just is like... Beating the shit out of Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... He's not holding back any punches. You see him doing moves from the Spider-Man game, yeah, too, which dude, is cool. Yeah, Like, the moves he's doing is, like, fucking lit. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm like, this is cool. Anyway, though, he goes to stab uh, Green Goblin. Toby saves him. He's like, no, don't go down that path. Uh, Green Goblin then stabs Toby. Light, light, dot. Doctor Strange is like, all right, everyone's gonna forget you. That happens. Everyone forgets him. The end. Well, you're also forgetting, you know, there's... Uh... He gets his own place. He has his new suit that's comic accurate as well. Yep. Swings off. You know, no one knows Peter Parker, but people know Spider-Man still. Oh, so that's weird. That's weird and interesting, though. So I wonder how that's going to play into effect. I think, if anything, as far as people... I don't want to say regaining yeah, memories. Yeah. Um, people but they'll that, know. They'll know, like, that deja vu thing, I feel like. I think they'll. I think Doctor Strange is going to figure out a multiverse of madness. I think he's going to be the bridge for that. I think Peter's in it. Isn't he? Isn't he supposed to be in it? I don't know. Okay. But yeah. What else am I forgetting? Just that's it, man. Like, he had to get a new place and his friends don't remember him anymore. Um, after credits. What was the first after credit? What was the first after credit? Okay. <laughs> um, only the best here, Galaxy of Film. <laughs> only the best here, Galaxy of Film. What's oh, the- Venom! Oh, yeah! Venom. The symbiote. The sim- black symbiote's in the universe, and it seems like Venom went back to. His, the Sony-verse. The Sony-verse. Uh, yeah. And then the next cut after that was Dr. Shea Shatter. Yeah. No one clapped in my first time I seen that, but I was, like, fucking lit. Like, I was the only one getting hyped seeing, every, seeing like, Wanda, seeing the new Dr. Strange. The one know, from What If? Yeah, the one from What If. Seeing, mm-hmm. uh, like, that was sick to me. And then after that, uh, I saw it again, and obviously everyone clapped and was happy to see it. Yeah, man, so um, let's go ahead and talk cameos, characters first before we get into it. Um... Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox's Daredevil. How'd you feel about that cameo? Don't know him. Gonna kill us. Cool to see him. Yeah, I loved it. I'm a big fan of the Daredevil show, of course. Um, I thought it was just enough screen time. I'm glad it was just Matt Murdock compared to showing him in a suit. Um, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. How are you feeling? I'm so thrilled he's loved, back. Loved. Uh, it's insane. I watched this. What? I watched this when I was at eight. Did I say? Mm-hmm. I watched this when I was older. So I didn't. I appreciated Green Goblin back then. But this was probably the one of the best villains in the MCU now. Because he is an MCU villain. Yeah. So it's one of the best, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think William Nichols' acting is incredible in this. Um, it was right on the borderline of great and, like, cheesy and silly. Yeah. You know, because he went too, more, too farther with, like, the laughing while he's getting here and being like, all right, dude, this is retarded. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, you know. He kept it right where it needed to be. So it was good. I loved it. I agree. I think he I, he's one of my favorite of the MCU villains for sure. I think he's in the top five now. Which is also interesting because uh, we'll get to that in a second. But um, 
Electro, Jamie Foxx's Electro, how are you feeling about that? His The new Electro, I should say. I love it. We saw a bit of this in The Amazing Spider-Man of him being like this, you mm-hmm. know, being this, like, power-hungry. <clears throat> but then he, like, you know, it was a shit movie, so yeah. nothing really came of it. So it was nice to see him like this. Mm-hmm. It was weird that he got an upgrade of, like, a character develop, like, a character look or whatever, but I'm happy they did that. Yeah, it is weird. It's, like, it's addressed very quickly. Yeah. But it worked. It's for the better, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's for the better. Um, Sandman, how do you feel about that? For me, that was the weirdest of all of them. It was, because you see him helping Peter in the beginning as soon as he gets there. Mm-hmm. And all he wants to do is see his daughter, which we know from Spider-Man 3. So why didn't he help Peter at the end? Yeah. I know why, because you want the three Spider-Mans to team up against the villains. Mm-hmm. But from a writing standpoint, it kind of... It lost me a bit. It did. It did. It did. Also, really, what was, uh, what was odd to me that he was in sand form almost the whole movie. Until yeah, the very yeah. end. I thought that was weird. I didn't realize the actor did not return to set. He only did voice work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, I didn't realize they that. They literally just copied his shots from Spider-Man 3 into this movie. Mm-hmm. Sick, dude. So I liked him as an actor back in the day. It's good that he at least voiced it. I am. I but am. also, same thing goes with the guy that plays the lizard. He was not physically there at all either. That pisses me off, dude. Yeah. I liked him. I, I could give or take. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, I liked him as Spider-Man. Like, that's just the difference, though. You know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I wish they were all back there, but it's all right. But at least they got the actors for voice yeah, yeah. work. I'm okay with that. Um, Alfred Molina's Doctor Octopus was great to see again. Love them. You know the de aging yeah, looks yeah. fantastic. I think Marvel, out of all the de aging we've seen in film so far, has nailed it. Yeah. Hey Netflix, take notes, bud. You have a basically in, a blank check and you and you fuck up. So. Yeah, like Alfred Molina is a great example, but I think even a better example of that is Samuel Jackson Captain Marvel. Yeah. He looks phenomenal. The, the best one, in my opinion, is a uh, Michael Douglas. Oh, an Ant Man. Yeah, that's insane because okay. he looks like shit, mm-hmm. and they make him look mm-hmm. decent. By the way, though, dude, I like Doctor Ock in this movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, it makes course. me want to go back watch Spider Man Two because mm-hmm. I never saw it. Yeah, I've you were talking about that last week during the Raimi trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I think all the villains did. I think they all had good chemistry together. They did. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel out of place. The only one that did, in my opinion, was the Lizard. A little bit, yeah, because yeah. he's sidelined too. He is. Yeah, he doesn't get like he sits in the truck, mm-hmm. and we don't see a big fight at the end. You know, because it's Tom Holland who's stabbed. Even in the beginning. He's already captured. Yeah, and it's Tom Holland who gets stabbed, who stabs the lizard again. It's not Andrew Garfield. He's not seeing a. He's not seeing the doctor. That's true. So you're like, mm, that's. Well, there, there's one scene where the lizard uh, pins Andrew down. Yeah, but I mean, why isn't Andrew curing him? Because it's from his universe. Yeah, it's interesting. I know, it was weird, but I thought they all worked good, man. I like seeing all the villains. I agree. I agree. And the villain of, that we didn't talk about yet was Doctor Strange, dude. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I hate Doctor Strange. I think he's an absolute fuck. But I love that CGI fight. Best fight in the mirror dimension. Yeah, dimension. best fight in the entire movie, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of these fights, in my opinion, were kind of a letdown because they were Marvel esque. With the moment, like the build, like the face off was sick, one thousand percent. But the actual fight itself, it was like, okay, yeah. sick, you know. But the the one with all CGI was phenomenal, in my opinion. It just blew my mind, really. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a spectacle, is what it was. Yeah, you know. So I really enjoyed that. Are there anything um, anything with this you did not like? Um, I don't think so, man. Okay. I I enjoyed, like, all of this movie. I don't... I, okay, there is. Seeing Toby, seeing Andrew Garfield, I didn't like. I love him. Mm-hmm. I felt like they used him as just comedic relief, though. And I'm like, he seemed a bit out of character for me. Is he funny in the amazing movies? Yeah, he is, but he's not always cracking jokes. He's, like, serious. Okay. Not like most of the time he's serious. When he's fighting people, he cracks a joke. You know where he's like, "Hang on, Doctor Connors," and he like starts webbing him up. Mm-hmm. That's the Andrew Garfield, not a, 
man, I love you guys. Like, that was just for a joke. Yeah, yeah. Would he say that? Yeah, he probably would, but he probably wouldn't say it like that. Okay. You know? So more of the tone of his Yeah, his more show, the, the yeah, delivery of it. Yeah, and I thought they were just doing that because, you know, it's the least like Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. They're just like, well, we got to put them in because, you know, if we bring back Toby, yeah. we got to bring him in. So How did you, um, oh, for, for dislikes for me, I think the only thing I did not like too much was the score of all things. I would yeah, have liked dude. to have seen more or hear more of the, the Danny Elfman score specifically. I heard it like once. When Aunt May died and when he's looking at the... Is that Danny Elfman? I don't know. That was the only score, though, that, like... It, I don't... The, the movie needs a good score, and I don't think this had it. The only Danny Elfman score I, part I remember, I believe, is when they're swinging on a land on the Statue of Liberty. I think it's Toby's like, theme. getting ready like, into battle. At yeah. some point during that is Toby's theme. Okay. Which I like. I could I didn't recognize Andrews at all. I, I couldn't. So, I mean, that's my only nitpick, though. The um, score's forgettable, dude. I'm happy you bring that up, because, like... When Aunt May dies, the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a big sucker for the scores. The first time I watched it, I was, I was crying, obviously, because it's yeah. Aunt May, and I was not expecting that. You called it. I was not expecting it to happen, though, in this mm-hmm. movie. But then the next time I watched it, which was Friday, I was like, the only reason why anyone is, like, sad right now is because she's dead. The score's forgettable about this movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it, I, I know I'm not looking at, like, you know, John Williams-type shit. Yeah. But there are bad movies I remember the score to. Mm-hmm, that's understandable, yeah. You know, so I'm like, well, what the hell here? Mm-hmm. So, and then it's upsetting, dude, because there's a lot of good moments in this movie where it's like, I want to remember, when I hear this music, that's the scene I want to be thinking about. Yeah. And that just doesn't happen. Yeah, I understand that. Um, as far as things we really like, dude, I adore the scene after anime died. Of course, I like the whole great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Perfect transition adding that in here. Yeah. And then um, she dies right after that, too. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely like, loved it. Phenomenal. Her filling in Uncle Ben's role. Which we talked about during, I think, the Homecoming episodes. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I'm, I'm glad Uncle Ben's mentioned finally. But I'm glad it's not bashed into us again. Yeah, yeah. Like, who said it? Uncle Ben said it, you know. Exactly. You know, um, I, but the scene after she dies where Peter is grieving and he's... In front of the screen. Yeah. In Times Square, I believe. Yeah, and Jam- Jameson or whatever. Yeah. Best scene in the MCU, I think. Best right cinematography, there. best lighting, everything. Exactly. It's, it's just, gorgeous. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, gosh. I also really like the scene where um, where Peter's beating the fuck out of Goblin, of that, course. That was amazing, dude. That like I like how he went dark, and I hope we see that in, uh, what is it, Morbius and Venom in the Sony-verse or mm-hmm. whatever. Because remember on the billboard it said, like, Spider-Man murderer or whatever? Yeah. Andrew Garfield then said he's not holding his punches back anymore. And then you said you think they're going to put Andrew in the Sony versus a Spider-Man? Yeah. I hope we see a Spider-Man iteration of that. I'd be okay with it, yeah. That would be sick to see, man. Like, I want to see a dark-ass Spider-Man. But anyway, though, sorry for the recording. But um, I-, I love seeing Toby inter- interview with Peter with Tom Holland killing Goblin. Okay. That's a great passing of the torch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A great mentor lesson. It's weird because, like... We've discussed this before of other briefly in other films. Um, you know, it, it's an actor passing the torch. It's as if you know Sean Connery passed something to Roger Moore of James Bond, or if we saw. Hopefully, we'll see this in Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck in the Flash film. It, it's not like it's two characters picking up the mantle. It's two actors, yeah. Which I think is just incredibly fitting, and they use that time very well for have him intervening and teaching Peter or teaching Tom Holland's Peter that lesson. Um, and also another scene I really liked at Mirrors Infinity War actually is when um, Peter's saying goodbye to MJ with the lighting behind him it mirrors uh, Tony's goodbye to Peter in Infinity War 
on okay. Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was gorgeous to look at as well. Oh, that's the one thing we forgot to talk about. Happy and uh, Peter meeting in Aunt May's feet at a tomb. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. Great scene, dude. Yeah. Great scene. Here's my big problem with it. You can tell that background CGI. Okay. That pisses me off. I'm like, I wasn't what? focusing on that. I could see the flower yeah. in front of the grave with CGI yeah. because this movie got delayed. Yeah. So they have the flower covering what year she died. Okay. It's just 20 and then a dash. Okay. The flower covered the last yeah, two digits. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I could tell that, but I couldn't tell the background. I was more focused on the tombstone yeah, itself. Yeah. That was a great. That was a great scene, though. Mm-hmm. And it was weird though, because they spent so much time together, dude. Mm-hmm. And they had that scene where you know, that big scene in Far From Home, where they really like bonded, bonded that we saw. Yeah, and where then, he's yeah. coming from the Netherlands. Yeah, and then one movie later, mm-hmm. it's uh, I don't even know who this kid is anymore, and I can't say that I know you or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's sad, dude. That's sad. One other thing, speaking of Far From Home, I'm really glad this movie has a time jump of like five or six months from the summer where Far yeah, From yeah, Home takes place. Yep. Because it's enough time to where we feel like the first 20 minutes or so, the impact of Far From Home. Yep. But we're still able to, you know, logically move away from... Far From Home and move on. Well, the Tony Stark death. Yeah. From that still being a much bigger issue in his life. Yeah. So I'm glad it's not just shoved under the rug. Like, it logically, you know, okay, we have time, he's grieved with this more, it's been over a year since it now, yeah. he has bigger things to handle at the moment, I'm glad that was handled well. Um, Speak- one other thing I didn't like, sorry for interrupting, yeah. uh, Edith, again. And I was just going to mention, I was going to, speaking of dyslexia, the Edith thing, you can go about that. Yeah, Edith's not in this fucking movie, that was my biggest issue with Far From Home, um, as a matter of fact, it makes me like Far From Home a little bit less, I think, because of the Edith situation. Okay. Um, those are my only gripes of far from home but my yeah. likes for it too it's weird dude because they like they show that the drones are taken into custody but who has the glasses yeah like I guess we can just logically assume that they must have the glasses but if they don't who does then they don't yeah yeah are they it's gonna weird. come back to play in the future project mm, I don't know it's weird man it is weird there's a part of me though when with this movie dude the first time I came out of it I was like is this movie good or is this fan service mm-hmm. and it's both there's a lot of fucking fan service in this movie. It's rewarding fan service, though, I feel like. It is, yeah, cause, and it's a good story, too. It's You're still following Peter's arc. Because we, we weren't caught up with Toby. We weren't caught up with Andrew. This was still Peter. This was still Tom, Holland. Tom Holland's journey that he goes on for this trilogy. Which I, I, I enjoyed it so much, man. Mm-hmm. Ratings? Yeah, man. What, yeah, what, what do you rate this? Of course not. Yeah, of course not for me as well. It's a fun movie. It's a rewarding movie for the fans. It has a good story, too, in it, you know, with the root of it. Is with mm-hmm. Tom Holland, it finishes up his character arc brilliantly, in my opinion. Like, to start off the next trilogy, he's at his lowest point. Yeah. That's ins- that, that's great He's to by me. himself. Yeah, that's great to me. Like, he has the wits of everything. He has the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. He just doesn't have the resources. He has no one. Exactly. Yeah, and he did, like, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. What would you would you rank this one of the live action? Because we've talked all the live action ones. I'm only excluding Into the Spider Verse because we're saving that for the sequel later this yeah, yeah. next year. Um, so, what do you rank this of the live action Spider Man's? Uh, three or four. Really? Okay. Yeah. On the best, on the best one, one. On the best one, two. But I just purely enjoyment three or four. Okay, fair enough. For me, for um. It's rough, man. I need to go see it a second or third time, I think. Definitely buying this physically day one. Yeah. For me, it's biggest competition, Spider-Man 2. Okay. It's either number one or number two for me. Okay, and the biggest competition for me is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Far From Home. Okay. With with this trilogy. I love that one. I don't know why. I thought it was just a great segue after Endgame, and I think that's why. I was just riding off the Endgame high. You know? Yeah, because that was our first look at 
Post blip. Yeah, post. So I mean, I was just writing that off because when I rewatched them for this, I fell asleep for both of the Tom Holland movies. First one, I think he's <laughs> annoying as hell. Second one, I just was tired. But this one, I was like fucking pumped. I love the arc this on this trilogy he goes on from this whiny That's kid saying, wanting to be an Avenger yeah. to, okay, he's an Avenger now, he has these responsibilities, he's got to do it himself to, he has to understand do it by himself res- again. Not just I'm doing it by yeah. himself, he has to do it by himself when things go wrong and yeah, affect yeah. the ones he cares about. Yeah. But yeah, I fucking loved it. Definitely the top ten of the year for me. Which is, I know I've said it throughout the entire year. Um, our Next week I think we're doing our top tens, actually. Yeah, top, I, I have to find ten movies. <laughs> um, let's talk Hawkeye real quick. Yeah, uh, real quick though, too. This would have beaten Endgame if it, we were in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, I, 1,000%. Anyway, though, Hawkeye. So Hawkeye, uh, we're <clears> starting <throat> up. We're, we got introduced to Kingpin. We see Kingpin, Maya, and we find out, what's the girl, mom's name? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, couldn't tell you either because it's such an irrelevant character, but the Conjuring Lady is evil. All of them are bad. Maya says, listen, I know you're bad, Kingpin, so I'm not going to be with you anymore. And then Kingpin's like, hey, uh, boyfriend, go kill her. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye and uh, Haley, they have a little nice little time together. They go to a nice dinner party. And they just find the sh- uh, mafia for the entire time. Hawkeye's still trying to get the fucking watch. Haley's trying to find her mother. And the boyfriend just got out of jail. Uh, they use help from the, what are they called, LARPs? The LARPing clan? Yeah, LARP. The, yeah. the LARPing people or whatever. So that's cool. And then after that, uh, it ends where, Maya f- uh, where Haley fights Kingpin doesn't win uh he disappears well we think she wins and then she gets her mother arrested and then maya shoots uh kingpin directly in the face we see a nice little arc between yelena and hawkeye fighting in rockefeller center where we were where we are and then that's the end of it then we get the post credit scene of uh rogers the musical so big takeaway this is pink kingpin because this didn't give an ending to hawkeye which i'm surprised about Yep. Um, it's took the landing otherwise, though. I think it's the second best of the Disney Plus shows. I do as well. It's it, For me, I had Loki as number two. This bumped out Loki. Um, it's WandaVision. This Loki. Uh, what if Falcon Winter Soldier? See, I'm glad you like this a lot, because I remember a couple, like, ten episodes ago, you were bashing the hell out of this. No, I still don't like Clint. I, th- I think it's just a, a, an atrocious character. It's only number one because of Echo, Yelena, Haley Seinfeld, and Kingpin, because... I didn't watch Daredevil, mm-hmm. but after the one scene of them in the diner, I'm like, I gotta watch at least that one episode where we see his origin story. Yeah, because yeah. he's a great. It's a great. I. It's a, it's mob basically. It's it's a mob guy. It's a mafia boss. Yeah. And if you like The Godfather, Goodfellas, and you know all Scorsese's movies like I do, mm-hmm. pretty sure you're like Kingpin. So. So let's talk about the the obvious Kingpin's fighting thing. I think is everyone's main issue with this. That is everyone's main issue, man. I wasn't on Twitter, but uh, I didn't like it. And I told you that right off the bat. It's weird. Yeah. He's not like this in the Netflix shows. He he fights, he's brutal in fighting Daredevil in his two scenes he fights him. But he does not rip off a car door with his bare hand. He doesn't take an arrow to the chest. Um, we see him get shot, but I'm pretty sure it's based off the comic series where he gets blinded. I think he gets surgery afterwards to restore his sight. Yep. So I think it's a temporary thing. You think we're going to see that in the Maya thing? In the Echo? Echo? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Unless we get a Daredevil project right away soon. Or Spider-Man 4, which, who knows, we know that's in development. Yeah. Um, how do you rate Hawkeye as a series, though? Number two. It's... it's uh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, oh, rating, rating. Uh, it's a best one for me. Naboo on its way to best one, because I can't stand Clint. I think he's just an awful actor. I really okay. do. I think, I think it's just atrocious acting by him. I don't feel anything when he's the whistle or whatever. Like, I want to... I, I feel more for Yelena 
mm-hmm. who's only in the show for two episodes, like full two episode time wise, where Clint's been in this for six episodes. I'm like, yes, yeah, sick dude. When do you think we'll see Elena again? Echo. Echo, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think because uh, she's a trained assassin and she's a black, an ex Black Widow. I think they'll cross paths then. Okay, I'm thinking Secret War stuff. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Or Secret Invasion, whatever. I'm thinking then. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed this last thing. I, th- I think it was a great season finale. It stuck the landing. A lot of these shows have had a hard time sticking the landing. They've been good throughout. Hard time sticking the landing. I think this one stuck the landing. So, good for them. Yeah, good. But that. Then some wrap it up, actually. Do you have any final comments you want to add for this episode? No, not really, man. I think, uh, I think it was a good week for Marvel content. I think Marvel was fed this entire year. Yeah, yeah, dude. I cannot wait to see where we're coming from next year with Miss Marvel. I'm looking forward to that show. I guess. Just because it's new, we haven't seen um, an entry. Oh, we haven't talked about Multiverse of Madness chair that just dropped. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. We I'm... can talk about the Doctor Strange thing and the Wanda stuff. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped for those. Yeah, I am too. And that's Sam Raimi's directing it, so I'm interesting to yeah, see what kind I'll, of horror vibes are I'm happy to see Sam Raimi back in the directing chair for a comic book movie again, now in the MCU. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't agree. like his movies, but I know, I, he's a good director. I like so. his movies. I love the Evil Dead stuff. Yeah, I know you Evil Dead 2 is phenomenal. One of the best horror movies of all time. So dumb, but, so. but uh, did you have any final comments for this week? Shoddy, I'm geeked. Okay. <laughs> um, so I do have a little bit of the end I want to add for you guys. I got a couple of our friends to give their thoughts briefly on Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, so I'm going to add that to the end here, of course, after the outro, actually, for you guys. So it's not just weird. Yeah, yeah, you fucking retarded. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for sticking around for one year for us. Be sure to check out Danilo's short film on Galaxy Film Productions on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy of Film. Join our Facebook page that our buddy Shamim runs, the Galaxy of Film Podcast fan group on Facebook. <laughs> um, feel free to go ahead and if you enjoy the show, follow us on Spotify. And if you really enjoy the show, please consider leaving us an iTunes review. It helps out the show much more than you can imagine. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for the one year, ladies and gentlemen. And as they say on SNL... What's your name? Lex. What did you think of Spider-Man No Way Home? I thought it was amazing. 10 out of 10 would do it again. What was your reaction when Tobey Maguire came on screen? Well, I only recently watched those thingies, so it was weird. He's pretty old now. Where can people find you? Um, um, at, at Hope World Lex. What's your name? Mason Conrad. And what do you think of Spider-Man No Way Home? It was good. Um, it met my expectations pretty much exactly how I was expecting they would, but it didn't blow me away like I think it was supposed to. I think it was really overhyped, and for that reason, I was content with what I watched. But it was about exactly as I was expecting due to the amount of leaks, so it kind of took away from the whole experience. Were you more excited for Toby or Andrew? Toby. Okay. And where can people find you at? Um, twitter.com slash Mace in Conrad. Who are you? My name is Nicholas Brian Savoy. And what do you think of Spider-Man No Way Home? I think Spider-Man No Way, no Way Home 
was a pretty good movie on a scale of 1 to 10. I give it about a 9 out of 10. I felt like the graphics could have been a little bit better on the movie. And uh, I felt like I could have seen it with you. How did you like seeing Toby and Andrew back? It was good. Everything was good. I'm going to say good. Where can people find you? Find me at uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, <laughs> where the bombs are booming. <laughs>